And we are live. Welcome to the Homespun Yak. I need to turn down my volume. How's it going, Kyle? It's going well. I can't hear anymore. <laughs> Otherwise, all other senses are a go. Okay. Good. Good. I uh, I checked out, so you sent me a video. Okay. Uh, and it was with Sam Harris mm-hmm. and Mr. or Dr. Jordan Peterson. Mm-hmm. Although I guess Sam also has his doctorate, right? I believe so, but I don't think okay. he's picky about going by doctor. Okay. So Dr. Harris and Dr. <laughs> Peterson, I have, I have gotten through about 40 minutes of it. And I will admit, I, I very much like Jordan Peterson, but that dude just tells stories. I know. It's, it's just all stories. <laughs> and I, I just, it's part of my brain, like if I'm not in the right mindset to, to listen to him, my brain just like wanders off because I just can't keep up because his brain is just like, well, it's the archetype. And honestly, like if you think of like Jesus as well, this like over Well, think of the Old Testament. <laughs> exactly the judeo-christian ideology was never meant to be understood and it's bloody hard it's it's bloody hard (laughs) yeah so sam harris is just like well actually the the, the, the," like so even keeled the whole time (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he really is, and uh, he's he's that's because well, he definitely... meditates. Ah, meditation. Yeah, with his app yep. that he has, which is called what again? Waking up. Waking the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. On, yeah. So, on. oh, I was just going through that, and that's like the, I had the hardest time. Like my brain right now today is not is not the sharpest uh, because I'm, I don't know why I'm just, I'm feeling relaxed and that's, I take advantage of that when I can get it because usually my brain is driving me up the wall. Mm. So I was trying to listen to, to these guys talk and I got most of what Sam Harris was talking about because he, like you said, he's kind of even keel and he, he's just like, I have a point. So I'm just going to drive it from point A to point B mm-hmm. And Jordan Peterson's just like all over the place. Yeah. Um, so I, I I like both of them, but um, definitely yeah. for for now it would have been nice to be more poignant. But what 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 did you take away from that? Like, what did you actually really like about it? I mean, I just liked it because they're definitely two uh, people who have a really big influence on, you know, a lot of different uh, issues right now. They're a huge voice in. Whether it be politics, religion, um, sociology, psychology, yeah. they have like a very um, well-rounded take on a lot of different areas. And I think they are able to break it down from a really highly intellectual um, explanation to more of an explanation that's still tough to understand but um, a lot easier for just the general public to kind of um, grasp at and yeah it's it was kind of the first time that they actually 
came together to um, have a debate or a discussion with one another. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's just interesting to see their different viewpoints and how they, they kind of can argue and agree on certain topics that are, you know, pretty important to both of them. Um, so it's yeah. just it's just cool to see two people that smart, very uh, engaged mentally and sometimes emotionally with what they believe and trying to work things out together on stage in a uh, you know a rational way, not just like a shouting match. It's just like your <laughs> turn, then my turn. It's a really good example of how to have an open dialogue with someone who you know, might not be on the same page as you on a certain topic, but when you get their viewpoint, then maybe your viewpoint uh, is edited a little bit based on that, or you come away with something you didn't have before. But, uh, but yeah, they're just two brilliant guys, and it's, it's just fun to see two people of that caliber um, just, ha- just talk in general. Because yeah. at the end, they're like, all right, we're coming up on two hours. And I think there's several of these talks on YouTube. And the one I sent you is with Douglas Murray um, as sort of the moderator guy, but he kind of chimes in on a lot of different things as well. And he's like, All right, it's it. He's like, it's been two hours and uh, we've done this once before. And, and we went to, a, we decided like, hey, we're going to go to Q&A. Mm-hmm. But we want to uh, ask everyone, and based on the amount of noise you make, we'll do whatever one you want. And they're like, do you want to do a Q&A, or do you want us to keep going for like another 30 minutes or 45 minutes? And the the noise for just them to keep going was like overwhelmingly higher mm-hmm. than just a, Q, a regular Q&A. So that was, yeah. a, that was a cool thing, because people are really just there just to listen. Yeah. Yeah. Which is rare. Yeah. Um, I, I found one part that I did get to, uh, Jordan, uh, Dr. Peterson, mm. uh, is, is talking about the brain and he's talking about the two different hemispheres of the brain. And I, cause I know, uh, uh, Dr. Harris has a, his doctorate in, in neuroscience, yeah. right? Um, which I found really funny because here, this is, this is exactly what I'm talking about when I talk about like psychologists and it's the, it's the exact same scenario, psychologists trying to, uh, make it seem like their profession is hard science. It's not. And I can say that because I got. <laughs> My own psychology degree, okay? (laughs) Let me be very clear. Like, learning neuroscience is a completely different ball game to psychology. Where psychology, there's a lot of interpretation of woo, 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 you know, a bunch of stuff that's just kind of up in the air. And that's how Jordan Peterson can come up with these incredible ideas. Like, I love his ideas, but he can he can come up with these fascinating fantastic stories that explain a particular point and sometimes he does it sometimes i completely lose sight of what he's talking about but when he starts talking about like the hard science i've started to notice that that dude 
<laughs> he's he struggles a little bit. Like he doesn't seem like he's struggling, but if to a person who who actually studies neuroscience, and that's why I was curious what Sam Harris's expression was yeah. when like like Jordan Peterson just mentioned it just for like thirty seconds, was talking about the brain and stuff. And I was I, I I didn't really get a good sense. Sam Harris had a pretty uh, uh, expressionless face mm-hmm. uh, when he was talking about it, but it's it, it just it's very poignant to me how people who study sociology and psychology and all that stuff like that's that's a certain discipline in science, but please don't step out of that and start talking about stuff that's more hard science, like trying to explain. I think that's what it is when they're trying to explain why I don't uh, uh, like the Oedipus complex or something like that, you know, like trying to explain the the neurology of that or the endocrinology of that. And they're just like, it's just bullshit. It's just constant bullshit. (laughs) Everything out of their mouth is bullshit. And like you talk to a neuroscientist and they're like, we know. We know point A, point B, point C. This is all that we know. We cannot extrapolate any further information. And then you've got a psychologist like, well, honestly, (laughs) what we can do is, I mean, it's clear as day is back in the 1500s, you know, just like, like going way out on on a limb. It just, just, it blows me away. Yeah, I was surprised that Sam Harris didn't step in there and try to reel that back a little bit, but. I don't know. I imagine he was just, he's trying to be polite. And I'm sure he wasn't trying to like hammer Jordan Peterson on those. Yeah. Like, it's, it means yeah. kind of technicalities, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, they're technically wrong, like whenever Jordan speaks. But um, I mean, I'm not saying that everything Jordan says is wrong, like when it comes to the neuroscience. And even in that scenario, he could have been right. It wasn't, he wasn't saying anything egregious. But I remember going through his book. And he talked about nutrition for a few pages, and I was—it felt like daggers, <laughs> just like going through my body. Oh my god! I was like, "This is terrible!" Like, well, he's please stop talking. Uh, carnivore diet. I know, so, I know, I know. Just because it works for him on that doesn't mean it's something that maybe you should recommend to everyone. Yeah, and his his daughter Michaela does carnivores well, I think, yeah. and she started her own like website and all this stuff about carnivore diets. Yeah, whenever I see her pop up, um, uh, just is extremely annoying to me. I don't know why. why? I don't know. <laughs> it just seems very like I don't. I don't know. I don't have anything against her, but it's just like she just comes off as very annoying. Uh, I don't really huh. know why. It's just a feeling I get. What um, I'm shocked is she ended up on Joe Rogan's podcast. I know. I don't know how that, that... happened at all. <laughs> that blew me away. And he totally like lit her up on there for a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she was saying how people like not everyone, you know, has the ability to like get up and like do physical activity. And he's like, wait a minute. <laughs> Which you know can get into nuance of that too, but. Um, I don't know. She just, it seemed like she was trying to make excuses for her own, you know, behavior in the past. I don't, I know they've all had autoimmune issues and if the carnivore diet works to reduce that, then that's great. But I don't know that everybody should be trying that. 
just because it works for them, you know? Yeah, no doubt. Um, I, you know, it's actually something you touched on it just briefly. Um, I'm going to go all the way there for a second. Um, to the, I've been thinking about how much we, we, we consider like a mental health. Um, and I think it's incredibly important and I'm glad that over the last like five to 10 years, mental health has become a bigger thing. Um, unfortunately I do think that let's take that physical activity example, uh, I feel like a lot of people sometimes hide behind it. Like once they've kind of outed themselves as like, oh, I have a mental health problem. Like if that's anxiety, depression, whatever it might be, um, then they just, they, they get lazy and they just start reverting back to that and just offering that as the excuse for why they can't do X thing. And when it's something as simple as physical activity, I don't want people to think that physical activity is immediately like you have to jump in and just destroy yourself or anything like that. Like you could literally just go for a walk or like if you can't, if you have such crippling anxiety, you can't go outside. Um, I mean, you can walk around your kitchen, like, like walk in a circle. Like, I mean, just really basic stuff, you know, just like slowly build build your way up and, and slowly get into a rhythm. And I think everybody can do that. Like you have to figure out what your limit is and do just under that. And, you know, just push yourself a little bit every day, like whatever you're comfortable pushing yourself to and the idea that people can't do that because of x y and z reason of you know whatever it might be i i think it's a total cop-out for a lot of people oh my god yeah i think even especially now in this kind of quarantine lockdown a lot of people have maybe even discovered that like i was holding myself back from you know being able to do some push-ups or crunches or anything, you know, because out of just complete boredom or insanity of not being able <laughs> to do anything, like I decided to actually do something physical to alleviate the stress within my head. And I didn't realize I was capable of that before, but now that I have so much time on my hands and open space in front of me, you know, I, I, actually realized it was possible so hopefully that's something that happened during this month for a lot of people hopefully yeah i mean it definitely helps with um anxiety and you know helps to fill the time as well just because if there's really nothing to do, you can literally, like you said, walk around or do something with a, a tiny space that you have. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot that can be done. Uh, it's not a matter of space or equipment or anything. If you can move your body in any way, literally any way, like if you're crippled like you, you your legs don't work you can still phys- like do physical activity like you know it's yeah it's it's just uh it's just moving your body that's all it is um but i mean that's just one example of course there are plenty of others yeah i think a lot of people maybe get intimidated or discouraged um i don't know i think social media can help and hurt people a lot 
because there's a lot sure. of people out there now that are helping people to get more active and creative and inspired in a lot of positive ways. But then, you know, you have people who look like, you know, Greek gods on there all the time and um, oh, yeah. people start to work out and they're just like, I don't look like that. Like, I'll never look like that. So it can be right. discouraging, but what a lot of people don't realize is it's not something that you just get to in a month, in a year, in two years, in five years. I mean, it's a daily grind where you just have to focus on that particular allotted amount of time in the, in the, in the present moment that you have. And if you continue to just grind it out every day, eventually you'll get there. You might not even notice it, Hmm. but it's, it's, it's something that people have to, uh, be a lot more realistic about as far as trying to attain a certain goal or a certain image. It's just not, uh, going to come as quickly as I think a lot of people are expecting it to come based on how people are projecting themselves uh, within the social media platforms. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Uh, social media is definitely an area. That's why I've been trying to click more on dog photos and stuff like yeah. on Instagram so that the, the, the algorithm will populate everything with dog photos. <laughs> I, I just straight up ignore all the, really hot girls that are i mean their their only existence it feels like let me qualify that it feels like their entire existence is their ass that's it and and i mean of course there's the guy equivalent you know that's showing off his arms or whatever it might be his abs Um, which is fine i mean if you want to do that that's fine but yeah it's not like this is not real life kind of right exactly yeah, I mean they they take they take highly curated photos. They make sure they, they oil themselves usually. up. Photoshop definitely. The girls will sometimes put their ass on at a an counter. Angle. Yeah, at an angle for sure. Uh, I mean, it's just all kinds of stuff. I it it always brings me joy to know that these people are eventually going to get older. Yeah, and they're going to have literally nothing in their back pocket. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just no one's going to want to talk to them because they just they have yeah. nothing to offer yeah. you're not young anymore and your butt's not big <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah essentially i was watching uh i don't there's like you know that with the tiger king stuff it's just gotten yeah. completely out of control on social media um, I know there's I'm nothing nervous. else to do, but some guy made a song about the woman, Carol Baskin. Um, uh-huh. and it's like a 10 second little song that people are doing on TikTok, and they have a dance with it. And it's just like this funny guy who, I guess he made the song and he dressed up like that guy, Joe exotic. And he did like a yeah. dance to it. It was funny. And then everybody decided to copy it and, you know, did their own version. And the amount of 
ones now that are out there of just <laughs> women trying to make it the most sexy dance you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> yeah. It just becomes not it all everything always just come becomes sex appeal. Right. At the end of the day. Like it didn't start as that, but it will damn sure end that way. <laughs> it's just crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's really remarkable. Um yeah, and I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like I, I think like if the if these individuals just generally have something else going on in their life and they're like really intelligent or smart or passionate about something else, I totally applaud that. I but I do think that because um, I I don't know. It's like this struggle in my head. I'm like I don't want to overgeneralize, but on the other hand, I feel like people are constantly pushing back. Oh, you can't say that. You can't say this. You can't say you know whatever it is. But like. Ultimately, these people really are just showing off their body and just being like, look at me, essentially. Oh, yeah. And you can do this, too. Just give me $100, you know, like. Oh, and they're, they're millionaires. Of, oh, of just, yeah. Of just doing booty pics. Yeah. It's 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 pretty crazy. So, yeah, going back to your original point. I, I Yeah, it's, it's, it's really difficult for people to look at that and be like, oh you know, I'll, I'll get there at some point, you know, yeah. it's, that's really difficult to do. And it's weird that now faith. that like, that is someone that you can aspire to be like, as a, just a, that's who you are now, like as a career, as a defining individual, like, oh, uh, like I want to be like this girl on Instagram, like where I make funny videos just like in my thong. Yeah, right. It's kind of yeah. crazy. I'm aspiring, aspiring <laughs> to, to do that. <laughs> Which, you know, everybody's looking at social media now, especially that people are at home and just kind of bored. And, oh, uh, yeah. But that will bring it back to now celebrities are becoming those types of people. What? That seems so uh, uncharacteristic. I know. What are you it's, talking well, about? It's weird. Kyle? Like, <laughs> there's certain. Well, uh, I would say a vast majority of actors, in particular, uh, musicians, anybody that's famous and cannot work during these times, uh, they're just trying to still stay uh, in the forefront of everyone's mind by doing whatever needs to be done, such as creating a podcast or making a video every single day, reminding folks that, hey, I'm still alive and remember <laughs> this movie that I did? And, hey, here's my phone number. Why don't you text me? What? That's so weird. Why would, who would do that? <laughs> well, you sent me someone who did, <laughs> uh, and I sent them a text. What? Yep. They must. They definitely replied because they probably only got what like two or three text yeah, messages yeah. or something along those lines. They did not reply. No, <laughs> and they won't. <laughs> no, they won't. No. But they feel a lot better. Um. Yeah. That's. I think that's really funny, actually, because if let's say you're a really famous actor or actress. Not to name any names, Deschanel, like no, like not putting any <laughs> names out there, but like Zoe if Deschanel. somebody, <laughs> Deschanel. <laughs> <laughs> but 
if if you're that person and you, you're extremely famous and you put out a video, hey, here's my phone number, text me. Like, there is no way in hell you're going to have any genuine connection with anyone. Like, you're going to get flooded with 10,000 text messages. You're going to respond to, I don't know, 50? I don't. It, it'll be a single message. And, like it, won't a be, and it won't be her. It'll be through, like, an assistant, which will be uh, filtered to, like, a... Um, <laughs> Like an automatic reply sort of thing. It, I, oh yeah, like after I'm sure after that day that she she sent that uh, message, I, I feel pretty confident she probably responded to messages that day. And then after that, either that phone's going in the trash because I mean obviously <laughs> she's not using that phone number anymore. Like the moment you say that, there's no way that your family's ever going to reach you anymore. No, no. So, no. so but like. A person writes you a paragraph of, oh, I love this movie. It changed my life, blah, blah, blah. You know what she probably said? That's so cool, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Thanks for being a fan. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's it. That's that's all the interaction a person is going to get. She doesn't read it. It's just like a generic response, copy, paste. Yeah, because you have thousands of text messages coming in. (laughs) Yes, and probably some wild shit coming in. Oh, yeah. A lot of dudes oh, I'm sure. sending a lot of pics. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Their Call of Duty record. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Screenshots of that. 43 kills, two deaths, bitch. <laughs> Beat that, Zoe. <laughs> That's how she pronounces it. I had no I had no idea. I don't keep up with e news like you do. <laughs> <laughs> so way. Oh man. Yeah, yeah just so. get over yourselves guys for one second. This shit's about to end in a couple months. Just yeah. just stop. <laughs> just stop. Or maybe it won't. I mean, maybe uh I wonder how acting and concerts and all this stuff is going to change, but I'm sure acting will be be fine because ultimately they're going to end up once the tests come out. You know, they'll just like just kind of like Joe. What Joe does, he has all of his guests uh, be tested tested before they go on. And I'm talking about Joe Rogan, folks. Uh, (gasps) Whenever I mention Joe, Um, Joe, yeah, he he ends up testing his guests. And then, like, you get to know within a few minutes if they're infected or not. And then you can shoot them if they are. Yeah. That's pretty cool that he does that. Yeah, I'm I'm glad he does that because, honestly, I have a harder time listening to his pod um, when it's remote. Oh, yeah. It's totally different. It's a different, obviously, sound quality can be different but aside from that it's just you're not there and it's that's kind of what he needs is someone in the room i feel like to make it a better more authentic podcast especially with someone who's never been on there before for sure to be able to offer them weed and drinks and stuff (laughs) like that you've never had elk meat (laughs) i got a pound right now right here (laughs) <laughs> and uh, blow blunt smoke in their face. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Wearing his shiny astronaut suit or whatever it is. Yeah, that. Uh, I don't know if you saw the one with um, 
Duncan Trussell pre- pretty recently. Yeah, where he's wearing the ghillie suit <laughs> <Yeah>. or whatever. <laughs> that guy's great. He's from North Carolina. North Carolina. From Asheville. And uh, he's actually having a putting out a new show on Netflix tomorrow, Duncan Trussell. All right. Check him out, folks. Yep. Not sponsored. No, I wish I was. <laughs> um, but speaking of sponsors. Okay. We don't have one. <laughs> okay, I was about to say that. It's news to me. <laughs> we Whatever you're going to say. One, so if anybody wants to send us product to review, uh, you know, Whatever. Any sort of product <laughs> you want us to talk about, send us samples. I've actually reached out to two companies without your knowledge. This is breaking okay. news. <laughs> um, first company is Elixir Bottle Company. And these people are actually based in Durham. Durham, okay. And uh, they're like a... Let's see, they're, they make drinks, um, and they actually started uh, as the coronavirus pandemic was kicking off, um, and they're making drinks uh, basically infused with CBD and oh. um, just 100% fruit-based Drinks that are healthy and can help people to boost their immune system. This is what they're saying. They say that they uh, they launched because of COVID-19. Our elixirs are homeopathic preventative. Preventive. I don't know if, they, if that's the right word. And they are the future of adult <laughs> beverages, they say. They're all natural, calming, and filled with high amounts of vitamin C. Uh-huh. Our mission statement is to offer an alcoholic alternative that raises immunity, actually makes you feel great the next day, and create peaceful homes, thus lowering domestic violence rates. That's a bit of a twist at the end. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. <laughs> and they said, please reach out with your address and we'll send samples. Now, I haven't gotten the samples yet. <laughs> I did provide an address. This was Tuesday that this went down. Tuesday, okay. So we still haven't gotten the samples from Elixir Bottle Company, but uh, we're very hopeful that they'll come and we'll definitely try them. Yeah. I'm game. Right. CBD infused. CBD infused, and it looks like some have alcohol as well that you get drunk and you don't feel bad the next day and hey you don't beat your wife (laughs) or your husband there's no domestic (laughs) violence associated with (laughs) with this type of alcohol (laughs) no matter how mad or wasted you are (laughs) you will never strike someone in anger with this product um, <laughs> get that man or woman <laughs> yeah. some elixir. Men, are, men are abused as well we like to raise uh, 
<laughs> violence awareness for men on this show as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of which, somewhat related, do we have a prostate cancer month? Um... You know what? I'm gonna look this I up because this so. this this might this might just enrage me. <laughs> <laughs> that if we don't, it will make you mad, or if we do, it'll make you mad. Okay, we do. Uh, Everyone, it's cool. It's cool. No one talks about it ever. <laughs> well, but, we are. <laughs> we're about to, uh, but it is in September. September is prostate cancer month, so make sure you you twist that into people's faces i just say it's yeah it's just it's (laughs) write that down yeah Um, (laughs) just because it's it's remarkable to me how much of a big deal we make out of breast cancer and i i mean i i didn't even know we had a month like that's how that's how out of date i or out of like i don't know like nobody's talking about it Prostate well, cancer. First breast cancer. I th- I remember looking this up at one point. What are the numbers? We have beautiful numbers. Okay, the numbers have been beautiful. <laughs> and I knew it from day one they would be, so I was right. <laughs> Okay, breast cancer is the most common cancer in women. No shock there. Prostate cancer is more common in men. Okay, the numbers are 14% are in women and 14.1% prostate cancer in men. So according to this random infographic, which if I post it to Facebook, it does become fact, um, then they are just about equal. And yet... I have yet to see anybody to like, does the NFL turn blue? Nope. Nope. Nope, They don't. No, they don't. Um, Does the NBA turn blue? Does the NHL turn blue? I want a sports (laughs) franchise to turn blue. XFL would, but unfortunately that went under (laughs) during the COVID crisis. Yeah, man, that didn't last long. Yeah. The only sporting event is wrestling wwe that's essential in florida yeah yeah the uh mma is not right well i mean it is but the the, they uh, canceled it right yeah i was actually supposed to be yeah i guess i don't know i think this weekend it was but nope it's gonna be rescheduled that sucks. You'd think that would be really possible too. Like that would be really easy to do because you only have, you know, if, like several fighters, you can test all of them and then just be yeah. done with it. I know. And they that's what they had been doing. Um, and then I think they're owned by ESPN and then ESPN is owned by Disney and Disney just shut it down. Yeah, right. Yeah. But... I- Back to our other sponsor or other right. <laughs> samples that we might be getting. Right, right, uh, right. Called Friends Whiskey. Uh, and this is a distillery, it looks like. Could be out of a guy's house um, in Brazil. 
So Brazilian whiskey. Okay. Um, and he said, unfortunately, I have no uh, products in ABC stores outside of Brazil. I can send samples. Send me your address. My whiskey is aged in French oak. It's not bourbon, <laughs> exclamation point. And um, he, he then updated and said, all international transport is stopped. This was the end of March. I'll, uh -huh. I'll send you as soon as it's normalized in Brazil. Okay. So could be getting some CBD-infused alcohol and some whiskey from Brazil. So hopefully that comes in this year. <laughs> we shall yeah, see. that'd be that'd be really interesting. I have to make sure we drink the the non-domestic violence oh, uh, I know. drink before anything else, just to cover our, yeah. our bases. Yeah, you don't want any violence on. Um, but yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Um, so if anybody else has any sort of products they're making that they want anyone to be test dummies for, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> send it our way. We'll give you an honest review. And uh, Yes, yes, we will. <laughs> Brutally honest, which is what you want. That, that may be a good thing. That may be a bad thing. Exactly. Especially when you're saying it's immune boosting. We'll, oh, yeah, we'll see we'll about see. that. May, designed specifically because of COVID, which I thought was oh 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 right yeah 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 specifically because of COVID. Yeah. I, I guess I missed that. You did mention that, but it didn't register in my head. Yeah, so we have a business that started because of this coronavirus. Yeah, have you uh, have you gotten a mask yet for your fashion decor? Uh, I have a I have a mask. Um, it's not the one I ordered, but I do have a mask and it's, uh, just your plain old, you know, like painter's <laughs> mask type thing. Yeah. Which is pretty boring because yeah. I, you know how I am with fashion. <laughs> oh, definitely. That's why I was really curious. Um, so you haven't yet, well, you said uh, Jocko. Jocko's yep. uh, supply line is um, is under strain because he's also supplying it for other people, like yeah, uh, healthcare for, workers yeah, healthcare. or something. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think he just got an insane amount of requests on the initial order, and he's you know all over the country. So I think based yeah. in Colorado. Uh, does it does it have a filter in it uh, for filtering? <laughs> nope. Uh, you're just uh, urged to put charcoal in your mouth and breathe through that <laughs> and deal with it. Over. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. All right. So all right. No. <laughs> no filter then. Whoa. Okay. I um I did you know it's just just for a little bit of research for anybody out there that's looking for a mask. Um I I did some independent 
research, not on actual studies. Uh, so not my usual research, but I was looking up like different filters and stuff for like to actually make the mask effective. Mm. Um, and so there's a few different websites like Forbes and, uh, some, some other websites, uh, have done some like basic tests, um, just to see what gets through some of these masks when you don't have a filter and like the types of, uh, materials and stuff like that. And, um, there's certain materials like the stuff that you would make like a sweater out of. Obviously, that's it offers. I think they had like less than one percent of things that are that are ejected out of your mouth actually get caught by it. So yeah. it's uh, it's it's absolutely terrible. Um, really, any cloth like from a shirt or like even a, a towel uh, will catch like maybe 50% of what's being uh, kicked out of your Now what mouth. about a paper towel? <laughs> you, you know, I don't I don't know. Um, but I imagine that's still not going to be that great either. Mm. Um, but I I looked I looked up what was going to be the most effective that's not an N95 mask, uh-huh. um, which is what everybody's, you know, that's like the big one, right? That everybody's trying to get that you shouldn't get apparently because it's only for healthcare workers. Um, but there's a material called poly- polyprene. I think that's the pronunciation. And that is a, uh, it's an unwoven fabric. So it's, uh, it's a melted fabric. And I, I'm not I'm not entirely cl- clear on all of the the specifics on how it's made, but uh, you can get raw polyprene, like actual sheets of polyprene, and then you can cut that and put it into your mask. And that is not a hundred percent effective, but it is similar material to what is used in the N95 mask. So it is something to consider. Um, the the standards by which these masks are determined are by their uh, particle. I forgot the exact abbreviation, but it's like particle release or something, or particle emission and bacterial emission. We don't give a shit about bacterial emission. Like a lot of these masks tout that they have 100% or 99% or even 90% bacterial uh, release. That doesn't matter because a bacteria is much, much bigger than a, a, a virus. So the, the one that you want to focus on is the particle emission. And that is incredibly difficult to stop. So the N95 is, is specialized in that way because it can block 95% of particulates. And because a virus tends to be, I think the coronavirus that we're dealing with is on average point two five microns large so it's uh really really small um now, is it a micron yeah. about the size of a flea um if you were to no. compare the two what's bigger <laughs> the flea is much bigger than, <laughs> than a micron from although i don't know about much an about atom please <laughs> atom. okay okay so so an atom is about uh, about one angstrom which is about a uh-huh. hundred picometers so that would be 0.1 uh microns 0.1 0.1 no, is that right 
point. Wait, it's we've got meter, micrometer, or millimeter, millimeter. micrometer. Yeah, millimeter, micrometer. Then we have uh, from Zycron. which is micron, Mi micro, <laughs> micron and micrometer <laughs> are the same. So micrometer. Then we have picometer. I feel like I'm Picogram. missing one. It's not picogram. <laughs> we, have, we have picogram or picometer. <laughs> you got me. Uh, picometer and then femtometer. Um, and, then... and there's just, I have no idea because that's like below particle size. Um, but ultimately a, a virus is about 125 picometers. So, or... Uh, uh, point point one two five micrometers. So, yeah. So, my point being that check the material. But based on my, I sat for like three hours just pouring over <laughs> trying to figure this out because there aren't like studies. You know, there aren't that many studies right. that are just like, hey, let's take this really deadly virus or this infectious virus. I should blow say, it against certain just, material. John, you feel all right? <laughs> Good. <laughs> you think it got through? Uh, um, yeah. So, so the the polyprene, which is something you can buy, it's pretty cheap. You can buy meters of it, actually, for um, only two grand. For only two grand. Yeah. Um, and what I would recommend is putting like two sheets in the filter section of your mask because that is. Uh, it, it just, you know, obviously adds a whole layer of protection. And it's not just about the fibers themselves. It's also about the electrostatic forces that are produced. Uh, you know, as a, as a particle goes by, it will be attracted to the fibers, thereby uh. sticking to the fibers and not necessarily having to touch the fibers themselves. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so there's, you know, there's, there's the N95 is no doubt the better, the better mask, but... Um, if if you're just going to be using cloth, you're essentially you're not going to be doing a whole lot. So you gotta you gotta make sure you put that filter up in there. So that's my public service announcement to anybody who's who's looking for a, a, a mask. Mask information. That's three hours I just saved you. Polyprin. Polyprin. <laughs> and this can be found on Amazon. Amazon has it. Yep. Yeah, just uh, it'll take like two weeks to get here because it's it's from China. Right. Um, there's there's it's only made like in six Wu manufacturers. In Wuhan. <laughs> yeah. It's made in Wuhan uh, in the virology lab. Oh. <laughs> Conspiracy. Um, oh, yeah. Um, actually, speaking of that. the Have you backtracked the, yet? I haven't yet. Okay. I haven't yet. Okay. Um, but there's a French virologist who discovered AIDS ah. um, in, or not discovered, I guess, no, came up with, oh, I don't know. I don't know, something related to AIDS. Um, and he get, he won the Nobel Prize for it. Him and someone else won the Nobel Prize for it. And he just came out, I think, today and said that he believes that the virus is man-made, uh, talking about coronavirus. Which was, um, which I was like, oh wow, that's pretty big news. You look the guy up, and he is apparently an anti-vaxer, uh, and he he believes in like the most like some cr 
crazy, like crazy stuff. Like he's, he's been denounced by the, like he's gone off the deep end, basically. Yeah, yeah, he has, which is crazy. A Nobel Prize laureate wow. has just gone off the deep end. It's crazy. Will we ever know without a shadow of a doubt if it was or was not been made? Not, not, not by genetic screens. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's not beyond a shadow of a doubt. The only way is like if you, if you have some sort of political, like someone admits it, like a bunch of yeah. you know, a bunch of people in a lab. Documents are, like, yeah, are leaked. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Um, yeah. That's that's the only way we would actually know. I know they're they're looking into it right now. Um, so you know, it's it's possible. Definitely possible. Wow. Um, I still don't think it's a biological weapon because it's it would be the worst biological. Well, I mean, not the worst, but everybody just keeps pointing out, oh, it's infected two million people and it's continuing to infect people. I'm like, yeah, it just. Trust me, the the first SARS was a lot worse. We just we just got a handle on it much quicker right. than we did this one. Yeah, it just it wouldn't wouldn't make sense in that regard unless it was something that wasn't. I don't know. I mean, this is not like something that's like, oh, we didn't finish it. It got out quick. <laughs> yeah, like I don't I don't really even know what that means. You know, like. It's finished. It's a complete virus, right? I mean, yeah. I don't know. E- e- either way, I have no business talking about <laughs> this at all. But uh, <laughs> but it's fun. Um, it is. But aside from that, to switch gears, there's something uh, new that's coming out this evening for people who have. Oh, Michael Jordan. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I don't have cable. <laughs> I don't either, dude. <laughs> I've been strategizing with I my know. dad to try and figure out how we're going to watch it. And uh, I, I don't know how. I'm thinking maybe with a VPN, if I could bypass <laughs> the fact. <laughs> well, apparently but it's ne- supposed to come on. Go ahead. Yeah, you're about to say it. You say what you're going to say, because that's what I was going to say. Say together. One, two, three, two, Netflix. Three, Netflix. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. not until tomorrow, I guess. Yeah, or, not or until tomorrow, but... And I, it, it, I, I saw that it was... Only, <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why we're always right next to each other. We never do remote we podcasts. Never, no. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, so it's supposed to come out for only international, though, Netflix. So that's why I was wondering if maybe we could uh, we could use a VPN and bypass it. Uh, explain yourself. <laughs> um, because you're a, going to do a VPN that would go into one... Uh, uh, go on. that's exactly right Kyle Um, so I have a VPN and I use it because my mom uh, likes to watch German TV shows Ah. so I figured out a way to like all the TV shows go up on the German websites but if they tell if they can tell 
that you're accessing it from the United States, they block like 80% of them. So I got a VPN and now she can watch any show that she wants to. So I'm thinking, I'm wondering if Netflix also like would be able to be tricked that way where you have a VPN and you just say, oh, I'm in Canada or I'm in Mexico. Where it's, where or it's releasing in... on Netflix internationally, just not in the U.S. Is that what you're saying? That's what that's what I that's what I read. That's what I read on a website. Ah. So. So, yeah, it's either we watch it on the television or I don't know, Netflix. But like I don't I don't want to buy Netflix to just have my VPN idea not work. Yeah. And then you have to wait till tomorrow and everybody's going to ruin it on social yeah, media. Like who won? Yeah. Did he end up winning a championship? We don't know. <laughs> oh, could you imagine being that naive about basketball? Jeez. Who exists like that? I don't know. Yeah, but I'm pretty excited. Are you Are you excited? Yeah. I'm pretty... Uh, I'm really... I'm thrilled, I guess, is the word you would use. <laughs> Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I'm I'm excited because I mean I don't really have a show at the moment or anything that I'm watching at all. So this would be a, a fun little and plus documentaries are my favorite anyway. And I grew up uh a fan of basketball, as you might well know. Hmm. Being a native of North Carolina, you tend to do that as a child. You tend to uh, have fin- fantasies of basketball, basketball dreams. Um, you dream of playing for the NBA as a child. North Carolina has historically been a basketball state. Michael Jordan, the great Michael Jordan, of whom this documentary is about, is from North Carolina. And uh, it's somewhat in our blood, Nick. I don't know if you would understand that. Uh, you've been no. here quite a while, so maybe you would, but I'm going to say that you don't, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for invalidating me, Kyle. <laughs> um, no, but uh, yeah, anything I can go deeper into someone that you think you already know pretty well. It's always fascinating. Oh, yeah. Especially sure a you character want to go like into someone. <laughs> <laughs> go on. Um apparently it's uh <clears throat> around three AM Eastern time every Monday. Is gonna is when it's gonna uh, drop on Netflix, so you can stay up till three and watch it. Of course, we know what you're gonna be doing this Monday. We do. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> enlighten me. <laughs> well, you were talking about it before the podcast, but I'll re- remind you. If I had you. <laughs> um, actually, here it says if you're not in the UK and you can't access your usual streaming service, remember, you can always just grab a VPN. Grab one of them. Just go grab <laughs> just it. Just grab it. <laughs> um, 
but back to what you're probably going to be doing all day tomorrow. So you'll be uh-huh. basically just incapacitated. Um, so don't ask Nick any important questions tomorrow. Just let him have the day <laughs> to himself, as he always does on 420. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. It's 420. You know what? Holy shit. I think I just realized my friend's birthday's today. <laughs> oh, I need to go. I need to I need to send him a text message. Shout um, him out on this. Um, he's listening. No. No, he's not. I promise <laughs> you that. <laughs> but uh but I will say someone who we both know tomorrow's birthday. Kyle announce the man. <laughs> His name <laughs> <laughs> His name is <laughs> His name <laughs> is uh-huh. Gavin Everett. No, snap. <laughs> you you, you know. pulled it off. No, I did not think that you knew it. No, I didn't know. You uh, thought I was going to say Adolf Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Which it is. No, it's Gavin Everett. As well, but, oh, yeah. is it? Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> it is his birthday, and Gavin shares that day. Yeah, that's unfortunate, Gavin. Yeah, but it's been overshadowed by the uh, pop cultural phenomenon that is 420, which, Nick, go into that because you're all on it. You're all about it. Right. Uh, so became <laughs> became popular in 1888 uh, when Abraham Lincoln, who at the time had been West shot dead. in the head, but... Uh, <laughs> Um, was still somewhat semi-conscious and began smoking um, a drug, or at the time it was just a leaf, mm. uh, and was actually rejuvenated uh, back to almost his normal self. Obviously, it's not spoken about in the history books because nobody wants to associate, you know, 420, the devil's lettuce, weed, yeah. to Abraham Lincoln. Uh, so they want it covered up, uh, basically, is what you're saying. Right, it's, it's as totally a been covered up. Theorist, you're trying Absolutely. to uncover that. Right, and um, I mean, it was because of the 4G towers uh, in that area that he time? was able to be oh, revived wow. at the time. Oh, absolutely, okay. 1888. Okay. Great. Great. People want Great. you to think that 4G was invented in 2013. Uh-huh. It's not at all. Like it's been around make, for centuries. Like, it's been centuries, definitely. So anyway, 420 became really big because uh, of of this pot smoking tradition. Uh-huh. Uh, the, so On 420 or what was it the number 420? What, what, what was that? Uh, so four times five is... 20. Okay, I'll answer that. 20. So, <laughs> so 20... Minus four divided 16. by six. What do you get? Sixteen divided by six. Um, exactly. <laughs> uh, let me see. That, <laughs> that's like two point three repeating. <laughs> okay, right. And then <laughs> because and I mentioned four G, right? You did. Yeah. Three G. You have to subtract the the infinite threes because that is an actual fabrication of the three G tower because of the interference. 
leading us to a two and therefore 420. Wow. You don't learn that in school. No, you, you certainly don't. don't. <laughs> no. Wow. No. So, um, yeah, so just, it's a big day for a lot of people. Uh, and Man. I know everybody's going to be enjoying themselves. Wow. You especially. Now, <laughs> <laughs> now uh, this is a, another origin story of 420 that they want you to believe. Okay. Yeah. Please enlighten us. Um, in 1971, five high school students in San Rafael, California, used the term 420 in connection with a plan to search for an abandoned cannabis crop based on a treasure map made by the grower himself, calling themselves the Waldos because their typical hangout spot was a wall outside the school. The five students designated the Louis Pasteur statue on the grounds of San Rafael High School as their meeting place and 4.20 p.m. as their meeting time. The Waldos referred to the, this plan with the phrase, 420 Louie. After several failed attempts to find the crop, the group eventually shortened their phrase to simply 420, which ultimately evolved into a code word the teens used to refer to consuming cannabis. Stephen Hager of High Times was responsible for popularizing the story of the Waldos, the first High Times mention of 420 smoking in a 420 holiday appeared in May 1991, and the connection to the Waldos appeared in December 98. Uh, there you go. We were alive then. We were. Just at the start of it, man. <laughs> <laughs> there from the beginning, man. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. The um, So all the way back in the 70s, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, did you, uh, speaking of the 70s and the 60s, uh, did you, I guess more of the 60s, doesn't matter. Um, did you listen to the Joe Rogan podcast with uh, oh, the guy, the I did, uh, uh, Manson? I, I didn't listen to it at all, but. I haven't either. A little but bit that, of it, yeah. It's, it, whenever he has people like that on there, <laughs> I'm just, like, I'm so out of my element. I don't know what the fuck to believe. But that is some weird, like people just go on that podcast sometimes and just say the, like the craziest stuff. I, know. I was like, I don't know. Like he sounds calm and collected and he just has all this information and he's trying to be careful about how he says, he's like, well, this is only speculation so far, like up to this yeah. point. And, but then other stuff he has like hard facts for. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> anyway, for people who don't know who people, you know, whoever doesn't listen to the second most listen podcast after hours um the the idea is that manson well, the serial killer manson charles and his manson charles manson uh were were uh being helped i guess by the government right something along those lines and that they were uh capturing people they're tricking people into these brothels and uh these different institutions and uh, then they were experimenting with LSD 
on these individuals and then seeing if they can brainwash them. And the idea being that some of these people did end up killing like like this little girl got killed or abducted and killed. She had no association with anyone. She was just abducted and killed because an airman, uh, an Air Force uh, man, I just repeated myself. An airman uh, was supposedly like didn't know what he was doing. He was yeah, under no the, recollection, no recollection of what happened. But he uh, he he killed this 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 girl who he did not know because he thought that she was a woman that was uh, like someone in his past that who had like a traumatic experience him. or something. Like, yeah, right. So it's it's a really like and they they've been they were trying to keep Manson out of prison for like the longest time like like he would go he would get convicted of something and then they would like like be like yeah okay but like we'll just like keep him over here and it's like not nearly as strict or he'd be on parole for like the the craziest stuff um it's it's an interesting yeah. podcast, but like I said, I don't really know what to believe. But anyways, yeah, LSD, was, was don't great. do it, folks. <laughs> it was that's uh, what I took away. It was all like based around the MK Ultra project, which was that implemented by the CIA, in which they would um, basically get people, abduct people, um, and dose them with LSD in order to see whether or not they could control them um, and make them do their bidding essentially without any emotion or memory attached to that particular act. Right. And um, this went on for so many years. And yeah, they used Charles Manson um, in order to real or get a lot of volunteers in or, you know, unsuspecting people in so that they had more people to, do this research on and the theory is that he was basically untouchable during this time period despite committing all these crimes and stuff because he was basically being used by the CIA and I guess when things got out of hand they pretty much denied all sort of sort of you know dealings with him and let him just go to jail as a rambling madman um, but if all this is true, then they had a huge part to play in what was going on in California or that particular part of LA, um, when all these murders were occurring. So it, it, it looks like a lot of these stories from the sixties, seventies, fifties are actually rooted in government based projects. Um, and another interesting part was how they talked about how, this doctor operating in the valley with LSD for people immediately uh, went in to diagnose, psychologically diagnose Jack Ruby after he killed um, Lee Harvey Oswald and immediately came out saying, like, this man is insane. He doesn't remember doing it. He was babbling on about hallucinations and... um, they think he was somehow a part of these experiments as well, which you can go down another rabbit hole altogether related to the JFK assassination too. But things are pretty intertwined, 
you know, again, if there's any truth to it, which there is for MK Ultra, but I just don't know the intricacies of how they fit in with all these major events in U.S. history. Yeah, it's pretty stunning. I, man, I, I don't know. Sometimes you, it's, it's just, it's hard to believe. It's really hard to believe, actually. Uh, yeah. I, I don't mean, know what to think. Sometimes you don't want to, it's hard to believe, and then you don't want to believe. Like if something crazy came out about like, oh, well, JFK died not from Lee Harvey Oswald, but because the government did this or whatever, and they wanted him dead, and it was a huge thing. And, I mean, there'd be a ton of people who'd be like, no way. Like, it was just this crazy guy who killed him. And it's just sometimes a lot easier for people to just move on with something and just go with what the initial... I don't know, evidence was and just move on from it, not relive it or believe that, that the government has some sort of uh, deeper, uh, sinister hand at play. Yeah, a lot of that stuff happens, though. And it, I mean, it makes you think, but like, I, I mean, I'm for sure, no doubt, I'm biased. Like, I'm 100% biased. I, I I just I have a hard time believing that the the government is able to cover up that stuff so well for decades of time and these people just never come out, you know. Yeah. I mean, I and, think it was and, a lot easier to do it back in the 50s through the 70s because you don't have internet-based, you know, storage units where it's everything's right easily accessible in that regard it's all sort of paper trails and people probably burned a ton of stuff that linked it to directly to things that we'll never know about you know everybody's dead already and who knows but yeah i mean you definitely don't i don't know you you would think it would be a lot more difficult regardless yeah for sure it's uh yeah, but just listening to that kind of podcast, and he has a lot of people like that on. Yeah, um, it's they they're always saying, "Oh, I have tons of evidence and whatnot." <clears throat> it's yeah. it's tough to, I mean, because you're so uneducated on the topic, it's tough to be like, "No, that didn't happen." I mean, it's really basically just your bias, just screaming, "Oh yeah, uh, no, that didn't happen." But you have no real like yeah. evidence to the contrary. Yeah, a lot of people look at things that happen in, you know, the Middle East, Africa, um, Asia, as far as conspiracy and government, governments being overthrown and people infiltrating certain things. And they're like, wow, that's crazy. But that would never happen here, you know. But we're not innocent of you know, being uh, basically sinister actors, both domestically and abroad. It's just when you do it better than everybody else, nobody really hears about it because you're the one with the information. Right. So suck it, everybody. (laughs) We're changing our name to Conspiracy Yak. (laughs) Yeah. That's as, that's as far as I'll go with conspiracies. I'm, I don't know ex- 
like there aren't specific ones that I'm like, oh hell yeah, this happened, and I'm like, you can't change my mind. Yeah, but right. it, it just it's fun to like just broadly say like, there's probably been things that have been conspiracies that have definitely happened. Yeah, but we just don't like know Epstein. for sure. Well, yeah, I mean stuff like that. Stuff through. That's still crazy. That's still so crazy. I mean, just. I know. Just, that's just that's just nuts. I. Okay. Yeah, I just don't know what. I mean. I just don't know how that if there's no footage. Which was probably intentional, that there's no footage. Um, I don't know. The government certainly, it's, it's basically in no one's interest to come out with the truth about what happened if you were involved no. in it, you know. And if you weren't involved in it, it's just like, it's a guessing game, basically. But your probability is probably high, higher than other conspiracies with this one. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's simple. I think that's the thing. It's not really intricate, you know, like people talking about 5G towers spreading coronavirus, but, um, which makes zero sense. But, um, with this one, it's just like you, I mean, the guy died. He was on suicide watch. Both the guards were asleep, I think. And the cameras were <laughs> off. Not working. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what? And his, and his, uh, Wounds were not consistent of a self-afflicted hanging. Right. Yeah. Not whatsoever, apparently. Yeah. So, yeah. So what do you do with that? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. just be like, nope, I trust the government. It just, yeah, it's, and they're just so, fine. And it's almost like whoever did it was just so bold as to say like, yeah, what are you going to do about it? Like, we almost want you to, believe that this was like us or some other outside force that did it just to be like yeah guess what we can do that whenever we want so and, yeah. and literally nothing's gonna happen like you, no one's gonna do no. anything you can't do you can't open up like an investigation because they're like well it just he died in jail and that's it like what are you yeah, gonna do you no, yeah if nobody saw it there's no footage I mean I don't know. Yeah. It's uh it's a mystery and probably will Just forever to be, be that blatant about it is like kind of scary too. Yeah, well the worst thing that's happening is a bunch of memes that are circula yeah. circulating around. I believe it as much as Epstein didn't right. kill himself or you know stuff like that. But that's that's the worst. I mean you know, how many people are actually going to pursue that? Yeah, no one. No one. But. <laughs> I, did, I was just waiting, just waiting to see how long it, it would it would take for one of us to interject. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I've got to say today. Yep. 
Yeah, I think we'll leave on the somber note. Yeah, that's always good. Yeah. But at least you you learned about Manson. Yeah, you learned Charles about Manson. the history of weed. Yeah, uh, 420. Right. History of 420. Michael Jordan. talked about Corona and MJ. And we talked about Sam Harris and JP. Yep. You'll have to fin- finish that and let me know how you feel. Yeah, it'll be it'll it'll take me a while. I'll have to be in the right mindset. I'll have to have a lot of caffeine so I can mm. keep up with Jordan Peterson's trains of thought. Make sure you have uh, MCT oil in that. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> Bulletproof. Yep. Because I'm a biohacker now. Oh man, I think I told you that. Look at Dave Asprey. <laughs> Any biohacker questions, guys, hit me up. (laughs) Until next time. It's funny because a lot of biohackers (laughs) actually talk like that. Or at least that's what what I know. (laughs) Red light exposure, guys. It's crucial. (laughs) It's crucial for whatever. It doesn't matter. It's just crucial. Cell regeneration, deep sleep therapy. Okay. Skin hot, hot, cold, hot, hot, cold, 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 cold 20 seconds, hot 20 seconds, cold again, hot again. One hour cardio doesn't have to be heavy, doesn't have to be light, but do it on an empty stomach. (laughs) Intermittent fasting 16 hours at least. Uh, Theanine in your coffee. (laughs) Theanine. Uh, Oh, yeah. It does have some calming benefits. Exactly. Thank you, biohacker Kyle. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And infrared your coffee. (laughs) Yeah. Infrared sauna, guys, is what you want to do. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, we'll catch you guys next week. Have a blessed, blessed week. Good night.